Waiting for them to clap like a status, baby. Come on back home. Let me show you something. Strong, yes, I know this is I know, yes, since things are right I just think you knew me when I sorry that you underestimated me. Took my kindness from weakness, baby, please. You ain't fucking with an average chick. Not today. No, you don't have to but you're gonna make respect me and notice my Well, hello, people. You don't have to like me because you're gonna love me. Respect me and notice the hustle. It's Cannabis and Chardonnay Day, which is my favorite day of the week because I get to talk with my friends. I have Stylus here with me. Say hi to the people. Hello, people. I have Creative Bully here with me. Say hi to the people. What up, what up? I have Outrageous on the line. What up, what up, what up? And of course, it's me, your girl. She is New Day, a.k.a. Sin. So, guys, I'm just going to jump into it because I've been on cloud nine for, like, the whole week. Um, last week, you talked about me releasing the EP. I did it, and it's getting a lot of great feedback. I'm feeling really cool and encouraged. I already have two shows planned, one in L.A., and one here in Vegas. So, I'm trying to get one booked in Boston. So, if I have any Boston fans... You know, holler at your girl so I can put something together. But in the interim, tonight's about cannabis and Chardonnay. And so last week, I told you guys, actually two weeks ago, I said that I was going to basically give my cannabis fact or probe. And this week, my question is, are people who use cannabis more emotional than the average person who doesn't use cannabis? What do you guys think about that? Mm. I don't know. You know how they say people they like they they typically say people are uptight and in the 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 saying that's put out is you know what you're too uptight you need to smoke a joint. So it's like, do you think people who smoke weed are a lot more emotionally sound and content than those who don't? No. And that's for the people too. That's our rhetorical our rhetorical question for the week. But I agree with you, outrageous. I don't think either, but. You know, I had an interesting conversation earlier this week, um, and that was only like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and this person was trying to tell me that, you know, weed affects mental health and all of these different things. And I'm like, no, they're using marijuana to actually help people with mental health issues. And they're weaning people who are on stronger things like opioids and hallucinogenics off of that using cannabis. So it doesn't just treat ailments, folks. It does help us balance ourselves out. But no one person is the better. So anyhow, let's get into some real shit, you guys. Today, we're going to talk about cultural appropriation. Talk about it. No, I'm just saying. (laughs) Cultural appropriation. Does anybody even fucking know what that really means? I have one definition. What's the definition? Are you Googling? Because I have it right here, too. But First bring it off, out. What okay. do you have? I have. Listen, <laughs> wouldn't it be amazing if I could just talk to my computer and say, Okay, Google? this is what I have. Cultural appropriation <laughs> is a concept in sociology dealing with the adoption of the elements of a minority culture by members of the dominant culture. 
It is distinguished from equal cultural exchange due to the presence of a colonial element and imbalance of power. So now let me light this joint up. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it up. I've already lit mine. Huh? I, I, I've already lit mine, and I'm going to break that down for us in layman's terms. And we, <laughs> and we sure are. So why is it like my cultural question? appropriation? Important basically means, things. you know, cultural appropriation basically means don't say shit you shouldn't say in front of people that would be offended by it. Like this, respect it. You respect know what? Their I culture. Have... Don't use derogatory terms. And so don't make people a, feel uncomfortable. I have a question. So is stuff like this culturally inappropriate? I never believed her because I knew I was black. But July 19th, I did some history. I went to Ancestry.com and I found out 25% black. This is a tutorial on how to be a gangster. First, you got to get the look. And real nigga, I always keep a few bands on there. So keep your pockets fat with money. Okay. Next you gotta get the walk. She's holding her crotch. Wearing skinny jeans. This is the lingo. See you later, day day. See y'all niggas at the cookout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> sips wine at this moment. Inhales we at this moment. Is that that Vicky chick? Yes, this is Woe Vicky. Okay. Wow. So that's just one example, but you know what? I think we need another. So based on the layman's term definition that you so perfectly put out for us, outrageous, shall we visit another? Yes. We shall. Here we are. Sorry, we gotta watch this commercial because YouTube says so. <laughs> now I can skip that ad. Thanks, YouTube. Right, you made a video about me? What? What is what's Rice Gone doing? Now, let me give you a little bit of context, listeners. Right now, I'm on YouTube, and I'm checking out someone else who's similar to Bad Vicky. I'm sorry, not Bad Vicky, Whoa Vicky. Cash and so outside. we're going to check out Cash Me Outside. How about that? Huh? How about that? I think that is Cash Me Out. Everything has to be by Rand's way. You know what? She'll go after me. Like, if I tell her, like, hit me, she'll try to hit me, and I gotta, like, dodge it. And if she hits me, I, I'm giving it to her. And I'm pretty violent. I must her in the face, because she wouldn't get out my face. Either I'm breaking down her door, or she's breaking down my door. I don't stop till I start seeing dents in the door. <laughs> she's so exaggerated. So she'll be like, oh, she threw boulders at my window. The pebbles like this little. She'll threaten me. If you don't do this or that, then I'm gonna call your PO. You got one more time to hit me, Danielle. You got one more. I ran out four times in one day. And the cops brought me back every time. She wants me to be sent away. Well, I mean, just that put me in jail. So Okay. Yeah. So Doctor <laughs> So tell me, Doctor Phil. <laughs> tell me. See, the only thing that's wrong with her is that she wasn't getting her ass whooped. 
from well, like. What about how she has a music record deal right now? She's called Bad Baby. H <laughs> <laughs> A D Baby, and she has uh, a high. She. This is her. This is my last piece of evidence before we dive really into this shit because so I'm confused about a lot in life, and today we're gonna talk about it. This is Bad Bobby's high bitch. She's in the courtroom. Everybody stands for the judge, even she does. Her pants on her waist. Good job. <laughs> she has a courtroom full of mixed race people. Oh my god, Ronnie. White Jays, white horse, white race, white horse, high bitch, high bitch, high bitch, high bitch. I do not sit in the road. No. And do not now, mind you. No. I do not run my reloading. No. I do not. Her high bitch. Hi, bitch. The music video shows all black people. As she's saying, hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. It pans across an old black couple, a younger black couple, and then a mixed chick with some curly curls. So, y'all, let's get into the shit, shall we? Smokes joint real fast. Okay. Before. And you know what? (laughs) This happened again. A girl made a Twitter video. Asking, is it okay to say nigga? And then her and her friend went a little further as to go on a rant about nigga this, fuck bitch this, suck my dick that, pussy ass nigga bitch this. And I was a little, well, first of all, I blame little Dicky. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you blame Little Dicky? You mean I can say nigga because Chris Brown said it first? I knew this would happen because I don't realize if anyone else realized it that whether Chris Brown is the one singing this shit or not, mm-hmm. you know, this is Little Dicky's words. Yep. And yes, he's a comedian and all of that shit. But this was his way to get away with calling everybody nigger. Exactly. So let's talk to why I have an understanding of what cultural appropriation is and why it's important to factor that in. And not just for the black culture, but for many, many cultures. I have a problem that black people sometimes want to be white, white people want to be black, Hispanic people want to be other, (laughs) Asians want to be Asian and they cool with that, but you have some Asians that, you know, kind of take the hip-hop culture and exploit it, while you have others that learn it and appreciate it and are so pristine with it. And so it's like, is it wrong to say that only a cult, whoever originates the thing from that culture can only do it and take credit? Like, let's really deal with that. Why is it important to factor in cultural appropriation with anything? Music, you know, culture. Well, the reason is this. Well, what I believe. You know where the things come from, where mm-hmm. the terms are coming from. Exactly. So things that you don't hear in rap songs. I mean, yeah, we take the term nigger and flipped it around and made it something that we could use, but we didn't even realize that we were really embarrassing ourselves using the term. But then you're not walking around saying, hey, come here, you gook. Oh, yeah. 
Come here, you spit. The same reasons why it's not okay to say those things mm-hmm. are the same reasons why it's not okay for white people to say nigga. And you because know what? It's not okay for white people to say any of those terms or black people. Well, what about this? What if I'm a black person who gives a white person permission to say nigga around me and don't matter? Like, because it's in the music, it's not hurting me. And, and the reason why I say that is because I recently watched a video about the sorority kids that were emulation, they were emulating themselves, jerking off, pledging to always hate, you know, these different groups and ethnicities. And they were using blatant words, kikes and freaking uh, niggers and spicks. All of those words they were using specifically. And Dang. not only, yeah, they were on camera confidently. And then there was a black dude in the background cracking up, laughing. And I'm just kind of like, oh, and I think I'm really triggered because I was having a conversation at the office the other day. And uh, one of my co-workers, two of them actually have used this word in front of me multiple times. And I'm a light-skinned black woman. My mother is a black woman, okay? And she was, she's beautiful. And my father is a mixed man. So I'm a mixed person. My grandmother's a white woman. Like, I, my mother who raised me was Hispanic, Puerto Rican. Like, come on. You see what I'm saying? I have no room for racism in my heart and my soul and my spirit. But I also know that if you can feel people's intentions behind things. And some of these spoofs that come out, you can feel the racism. You can feel the ill intention. You can feel the laughing at, not laughing with. Creative, what do you think about that? Um, I gave the word nigga back to white people like <laughs> two weeks ago. Wow. Because they they confuse. They go to the concert. Everybody's championing them on to sing the lyrics and say it. And then you get around another certain group of black people. They say you can't say it. It's like they buy all they they buy all the music. They keep the black artists out there. They the you know what I'm saying. They the biggest group yeah. to buy our music. So, yo, go ahead and have it. And Bad Barbie and all them, all the videos like last week, Chief Keith and all them was around. Uh, whoa, Vicky. I mean the little the little Asian one. I forgot her name. Yeah, Lil Tay. Yep. Yeah, Lil Tay. Girl. So they always around black people. So it's like they confused. Confused as fuck. Like. <laughs> Like, seriously, like, let, let me pull up a little take, uh, audience, in case any of you haven't heard of her. She's a nine-year-old uh, Asian-American, so she's definitely mixed with white and Asian. And this is the stupid shit that she says, beginning with Tay flexing on Instagram, uh, Instagram compilation video, yeah, courtesy of Vine Time. I got 200 racks on this car, and I'm only nine years old. I got the keys to this car. appropriation and deal with the fact that where's your ass whooping because why are you nine years old on YouTube cussing like that acting crazy you know incriminating stupidity incriminating yourself by talking stupidly no why are you getting ready to have DCF run down on your parents for real (laughs) (laughs) 
you see what's happening with the Paul brothers, right? They had a season of just doing a lot of these stupid ass pranks and shit and got away with it. Now things are starting to get cracked down after they put that suicide video out. It's like this. What happened? What is I'm wrong here. with oh. our you know? Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy out here. Why do people It seems like to be to be black and to be ignorant. Why do they think that that's cool? Go ahead. I'm sorry I don't to know. That's creative. just like I I oh, sorry creative. Go ahead. Oh, no. I'm good. I'm um I was just going to say I don't know. A lot of people a lot of people don't agree. I don't know why. I guess cuz they love hip hop so much. But hip hop runs the world. It really does. <laughs> and like Everything they see, oh, they want to be just like that. Is it hip hop or is it black people? Let's talk about that. I yeah, think I they, say it's a combination of both. Do they want to be us so bad that they hate us? Like they hate us so much that they ate us? But of they course they us. do, and of mm-hmm. course that's what it is. And I'm gonna tell you why. White people had to evolve. You know they was living in caves, girl. <laughs> Your best. They had to evolve. You know. Just think about it in the jungle. Just let's think about wildlife for a second. Albino tiger can't survive. He's dead. Albino giraffe can't survive. He's dead. He can't hide. They couldn't hide from anything. They was living in caves. When they couldn't find anything else, they had to figure out a way to come out without getting their skin burnt and without things that could hurt them attacking them. They didn't like how we could do all of these things already. That's the, that's so are, outrageous. Are you describing which uh, what nature, like what species, what what portion of human beings? White people. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, wait, wait. I understand. So at that point, we're pretty much talking about the caucasoid. Okay, if you want to be all, well, yeah, no. you got that. But <laughs> you know what happens when you're going on wait, that wait, good wait, the only reason why I say that is because you know we were touching points on uh, the use of the N word and things like that. Yes, it, it's a deeper meaning to it that isn't understand by culture, but because of the fun and the non. You know what? Let me tell you why I'm so down on white people. My grandmother was a white woman. God rest her soul. Miss you, Nanny. God rest her soul. My grandmother was a white woman. And she always told me my whole life, as soon as I could talk and as sure as I could walk, don't you trust them white motherfuckers? My white grandmother. Don't you bring a white man home. White people ain't shit. You got to watch them. They're entitled. And I used to laugh, and I used to think it was funny, especially as a teenager. Like, oh, my grandmother's crazy. Don't act like that. off the walls up. I know, yeah. She just said anything. But as I got older and I started to see, she was absolutely right. Yep. And for someone of that, and, and so now I'm saying I'm white, and I have every right to call white people out on this shit the same way I call black people out on this shit. And I feel like white people stem from something that was bad, even down to the law. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Everybody doesn't have to have that. But that's just the way I feel. 
and everything that we follow right now is based on something that they created and they built and we fought to be a part of. Yeah. I can understand that. The way I feel about it is that I'm more curious as to why they want to use our culture but when we really get down to the issues they don't want to talk about it and then and the other thing i'm kind of if we if we're going to have this kind of conversation we have to break up the fact about how black people how we don't support one another either mm-hmm. and how we tear each other down no matter we what we can't because we yeah. were conditioned and mm-hmm. brainwashed into that from a long time ago. But how do we grow and when do we stop using that as an excuse? Because Beyonce has just had two phenomenal performances back to back and everybody in the world knows I am not the hugest Beyonce fan like that. But as a person who is an artist, I understand the level of excellence that she operates at to pull off the shows that she pulls off. And people will always take and magnify the imperfections. And so this week it was, oh, she did the same exact show, the same routine, and she only gave us a few new outfits. It's like, motherfucker, can you be consistent in life? <laughs> like, see, I'm just like, can you be consistent in life? Can you be that consistent to, to have a whole team of about 75 people on stage with you dancing in fucking sync while you sweated out with a wig? Do you know how heavy that much hair is to wear? You know what it feels like? You seen her walk to the stage and have to fix her fan because she was hot up under that light doing all that movement. I could barely walk to the bus stop without my thighs itching. So people have nothing to do with their lives but complain and complain. But I, I hate when we point out the, 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 the race card, but we don't recognize or, or deal with the fact that we are racist sometimes against our own or prejudice against our own nationality. Let's talk about that. What do you think, Stylus? Well, uh, rephrase that. Do you feel like Black people support each other? And if we don't support each other, why do we get so mad when other people come at us and against us or take our culture and exploit it? If we don't care enough to support one another, and, and, and esteem one another. Well, I, I think that overall, there is support in certain regions. But like I already just said about the conditioning is that certain regions have certain televised programming. So, you know, there's a separation, more separation in certain regions than others. And the, the Black community is still strong. Mm-hmm. You know, however it's a bit confused because of where we are after 400 years of slavery and uh, um, also being, we, we, you know, with education withheld mm-hmm. within that 400 mm-hmm. and torture and trauma. And that, that can, I think, embed itself in DNA. So then why do we support these people? If we have all of these uh, major deep-rooted issues, why do we entertain and even support these people who exploit our culture? They call them culture vultures. Because what? they dangled the carrot and uh, certain generations just get hit with that and are casualty. We're a casualty definitely uh, for a reason, 
Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing is to question what that reason is for the community, you know, and and why is it that we always look for a leader if we if we believe our true leader is is God and Jesus Christ, you know, mm-hmm. for those believers. So mm-hmm. I think about things like that. Mm-hmm. As far as the community, there is togetherness, but there is a lot of hatred. There's a lot of trauma and a lot of resentment. I don't think. Uh, our community has provided forgiveness. You know, I could see where some parts are mending, but as a whole, it's like we're in such a sensitive society that it's hard to be yourself. Why a lot of people check out, mm-hmm. but it, it's it, it's still proof to say, okay, we do exist, but what are we doing on our day to day? I remember growing up you know, in Crenshaw District over on, you know, I went to Audubon Junior High School. So me and my friends would be walking home through the jungles. And and uh, one of my friends, his aunt owned a, a you know, mom and pop shop. Mm-hmm. You know, like we used to have a community, but then we started selling it because we wanted the easy way out. The because, money to, to keep but, up with the Joneses and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a millionaire, but... To, I don't have any assets, really. I have more cash resources, a little real estate. We're still in a, in a, you know, in a, a, we're still in a very young state in our intellect as a collective body as the human race mm-hmm. on this planet in, in this 21st century. So, so, so it's really just stopping, acknowledging, and then really identifying a plan. And we're so, I think the Black community is so stressed. Mm-hmm. Because they they've put out more than they've received, mm-hmm. and they're still asking that question. Yet, sometimes it's not within. Sometimes we have to seek that answer elsewhere. And where's our town meetings? I remember when they first started putting up loitering signs in the black community after liquor stores, after the crack epidemic, after the Rodney King. You know, so it's just it's just crazy. Who's policing us? Why are we paying taxes to get murdered for police to murder us Hmm. or to make us feel like less like they did Orlando Brown, you know, Mm -hmm. when when the bounty hunters came after him, they called him a nigger and all that Mm -hmm. shit like blatantly and they're televising it. Whose station was that televised on and why did they let that happen? Would they let that happen to their own culture, to their own community? Yeah, well, let's talk about that. You got a motherfucker that goes into the Waffle House, shoots people up, strips down naked, roams about, gets found a few days later, and now he's considered mentally ill. But he's he has a chance to 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 live and live in jail, even if that is on our taxpaying dollars. Yeah. But let's talk about that. Why why are we why let's talk about that? What do you think about that, creative? How do you feel about all of this? Um, I want to touch on the like not supporting each other. Yeah. Um. A real big issue I see because, like, I pay attention a lot and I look at a lot of people's websites and what they push in. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have nothing together. There's few mm-hmm. black people that, well, I'm not gonna say black people, I'm gonna say the ones I've came across. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have websites, the websites are trash, they're the quality. Like, they're still from when we was in high school and you're mm-hmm. 40 trying to be a rapper. You still yeah. don't have you still on the level you were when we is in high school. 
but yeah. you crying that nobody's supporting you, you got to come with it, man. There's so many people in different, it's so much competition and stuff from people to buy. Why would I buy from you when you have nothing together? Like PayPal me, PayPal me the money. And nah, nah, where's your website? Where's the product? Like, it's yeah. crazy. Like, stop turning up on the weekends and learn up. Like, it's getting Ooh. out of control. Learn up. Yeah. Ooh. You hit me with that one. Now, keep in mind, there was, like, mm. Learn certain, up. certain certain regions, you know, within the country have certain criterias, certain educational rules. Yeah. Certain parts in communities, you know, they teach private schools, charters, regular schools, public schools, you know, they, they all have different budgets. What happens when the budgets get cut? So lack of information has really been like a fault of it and and going more so off of aggression, anger, you know, emotions. I think there's a lot of emotional reaction because of all the pain suppressed in our community. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, man. Because it's like, like, okay, when I was building my website, what, what did I do? I went to Gucci's website. I went to Nike's website. Yeah. I'm trying to build my website to be on the level these people are on. Yes. And how do I get there? When I see that, I go to YouTube, type in how to do this, how to do that. Yep. Like a lot of, like I agree with education. Like I went to a school where we had teachers, but they didn't teach us. It was a hood in the school in Texas called Sam Houston. Basically, you go in the class and you got to pick up stuff off shelves and do it. And at the end of the day, they call you up and ask you what you did. Now, fortunate for me, I had a grandfather that lived in Missouri that I could go to a better school and I got the hell up out of there. But a lot of them kids, they didn't have no options like I did. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a big issue, too. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, like, that that is a big issue. However, because of the information age we are in, in this, what they're trying to call the augmented reality phase, it's like we do have that accountability. And yes, we do have that free will. But at the end of the day, free will, accountability, all these words that we use for affirmations and traits, you know, it takes willpower. It mm-hmm. takes force you know and and what is it that makes us so tired Mm. i think about things like that Mm -hmm. you know and then it's like come on you you have a phone in your hand you you're on that phone what's the statistics uh new day 80 percent of the time people are on their phones every day and making purchases 80 percent of the time from their phone but they're not searching but they're not like yeah, the market reading, is the like... market is definitely a consumer market in the aspect of people want to be able to test the product, read other people's experiences with the product, learn about the company, learn about what the company values, what they support. People are really smart buyers these days because things are really expensive, and sometimes not no a lot of times things aren't even like made correctly. Quality, excuse me, assurance is not. The main thing, user experience and user interface is not a factor. And like you said, creative, I agree 100% that if you want to, you know, have a successful 
anything, you're going to have to take it serious. You're going to have to do your research and see what your competitors are doing, what your mentors are doing, what your potential fan is reacting to. Things are major factors. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I built my own site, both my sites for both my businesses I built, and, like, it came from how I got into it was I was challenged, right? I was challenged mm-hmm. by the fact that I kept meeting with different web developers who I was very open to paying, but when it came down for them to actually do the work, they were like, oh, well, I need a couple of weeks. And then I'm like, well, I'm not paying you anything until you actually, you know, are ready to do the work. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of the times they weren't ready. And so I went to libraries at the time because we didn't have like, it's like, early 2000s so in about 2000s to like 2011 12 even in 13 I was teaching myself and also working and having clients and producing income and producing results and learning as I go so that when it ta- when it came time to do it for myself I was well equipped with the with the knowledge of how I had to come with it you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. so so you weren't only challenged but you were also interested because I was. you had a, a, a goal. You had something that you had done. And- well, it's really God knew something that I didn't know, as always, meaning like he was preparing me to do the things for myself because I kept having clients that were like, you know what? I need this or I need that, but I don't want to work with anyone. I want you to do it because I believe that you could do this. And I'm like, yeah, I could, but it's going to take me more time to figure it out. And they're like, no problem. I'll pay you. So I started looking at my experiences with clients differently. I started looking at any opportunity that came my way, whether it be a job or a client. It was an opportunity to to get paid to learn some things. And if I made a profit big enough to where, you know, I could actually choose my time more wisely and have more time to myself, you know, I started to pay attention and, and have a different perspective so that everything was a learning experience and not a dreading job I had to do. Y'all feel me? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And you meet amazing people along the way that way. And you get to go and do some cool shit and see some cool places. Like this weekend for 420 weekend, I celebrated so awesomely. Like I got to go to um, this party with different major vendors. Dope Magazine was there. Shout out to Dope Magazine, Dave Tran and Eddie King, my peeps there. They're the owners of the magazine. And they have like a million a million followers plus in, within their readership and their social media sites. They create content and all that great stuff. And so it's like hanging around with those kind of people. And then from there, we went to this mansion party and they fucking had aerialists fucking from the ceiling, you know, and shit and living room floor. Each room had a different theme. It was some really interesting shit to say the least. Um, but it's like if I didn't, expand outside of oh I'm just this songwriter artist or oh I'm just this podcast host I can't do be a songwriter or I'm just a songwriter I can't have a podcast or because I have because I'm a songwriter and I have a podcast I can't go work with the top brands and contribute as a strategist because I have a brain you know that has produced results for businesses and won awards doing so so it's like you should never block off your blessings, you know what I mean? Which is important. And knowing how to work with different people and different cultures is important as well. And it's like sometimes I find myself in the most interesting of situations that, 
you know, in some of these circumstances where people just say things and it makes you question. Like, I know this one person that I work with, she always makes references to black people in the most interesting of ways, right? So she'll be like, okay, our, our, comp- our competitor is doing this, this, that, and this, and they have this black girl with an afro, like, why, and she's smoking, you know, why would she have that? And I'm just thinking to myself, like, uh-oh, you know what I mean? Like, why would that be a, a factor, you know? And then she'll be like, oh, you know, this person wants to go this. What do you want to do? Go to Africa or something and feed the children? And I'm like, What's, why do you always use very distinct <laughs> and specific? Or am I just looking at this wrong way? Y'all correct me. What do you think? You think outrageous. You've been super quiet. <laughs> um. <laughs> am I bugging? Am I just high? No, I think, um, I don't think she might really like mean anything by it. But it would bother me too, because don't you know any like? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like everything you say references black people in some kind of way, and it's not even derogatory. And she's cool as fuck. But I just I look at things differently as I get older, and I guess maybe it's the climate of what they're putting in the atmosphere, where where everything is so hyper sensitive when it comes to race, especially what's happening with Starbucks. Um, you have so many brands that deal with racism and, and, and people that do racist shit. I've experienced it personally, not me being the direct assault, but my husband is a, a chocolate man. He is chocolate as they come. And so I've been in a situation where I've seen people treat him a certain way and I always speak out on it. And he's like, no, you know, don't say nothing because he's very non-confrontational. But I'm just kind of like, no, F that. I'm going to call this out. But eventually you just get, you get tired of having to battle. It's just, you become so, so you feel sorry for these ignorant ass people, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel when I hear this girl like, well, Vicky, and she's like, yeah, I'm part black. So I can say nigga. And then it comes out that, well, I'm not part black, but I feel like I was born black and I'm actually going to pay that, play that. This, that Rachel Dozer situation. What do y'all think of that situation? The lady who was pretending to be black for so long even worked for the damn AACP. You know what? That's beyond culture appropriation. What do you call <laughs> Well, you know something? I'm going to tell you Y'all what. think about that. Let me tell you what I thought about it. That bitch. <laughs> 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 that bitch right there. Well, I mean, she was right on the money. If you wanted to be some shit, a black woman was the right thing to want to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give her that. I was flattered. Like, oh, shit. There's a motherfucker out there that went that far. Mm-hmm. She did some really good shit for black people, too. I just felt like the bitch was having an identity crisis. Girl, well, let's find out. Let's hear it from her mouth what the fuck she was thinking. Because the bitch still thinks she's black, so we already know that the bitch has some mental well, issues. She is back and she is still giving zero. Let's see. Remember it like it was yesterday. Let's Me see. and Vicky were chilling and grilling. Let me see. Other guys. No. Size. No. And I, I have okay, no wait. idea. You know, what he's I was... just talking. There's another clip. Hold on. I have a whole document of this shit because y'all know I do my research. Because I'm just like, I just, I have to hear it from the horse's mouth. And this this one clip where she's like, I'm so sorry for saying I was black. But, you know, I was just kind of like, 
born this way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, <laughs> oh, like for real. She goes there. Like, she goes, all Lady Gaga. <laughs> Here she goes. I don't really think I'm black. Here we go. So apparently, Woe Vicky is still relevant, I guess. I think still here is a better way to put it. You know, Woe Vicky. See what she's been. Please don't kiss me. That is weird and also illegal. Yeah, Why are we yelling? He's like, I am black. I love everyone. Spread love, heart emoji. Go get some money. Go get it. All right. See, go get some money. All this, go get some money. But this is when she really goes in and gives. Hold on. She said, I'm finna slap this bitch. She said, I'm not black. She's throwing furniture across the room to a room full of men. He's body slamming her right now. And this should be this should be a problem, right? Um, I just wanna, cause I've been getting a lot of comments talking about cultural appropriation, but I just wanna give y'all my take on it, coming from a black girl. And she's um, white, wearing cornrows right now. First of all, I'm not taking <laughs> nobody's culture because I'm black. Blonde cornrows. Second of all, a lot of y'all be comparing me to Post Malone. First of all, he's white, I'm black, so it's a big difference. <laughs> give me all my take. He can do whatever he wants to do. Maybe he's not trying to take nobody's culture. Maybe that's just him. You see what I'm saying? So, so, so stop comforting him. If he want to take our culture, let him take it. Because he's a cute little white boy. This bitch. Now, that's an identity crisis forever. Then she just, she dropped on the ground. What ethnicity is her? She's white. She came out in the other video that we previously played. Like, her parents think that she is delusional. Like, <laughs> they think she is delusional, and they're like, "I don't know where she gets this stuff from." That's and 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 that's where I'm like, the fucking internet <laughs> is ridiculous. Okay, because people, just anybody, can go on there. <laughs> I don't really think um black, black, black. Well, bitch, we been knew you weren't black. We well, knew that, bitch. Her black. parents are going fucking nuts. Her they don't know what to do. Where did we go bitch. wrong? Did we take... oh, Their parents are like, did we take too much LSD that night or what? This bitch, they got to get this bitch. She sees all the shrinks. Man, I mean, let me tell you something. We're growing up in a world where people are having a major identity crisis. And it's not even just about black, white, or other. It's just about people not feeling comfortable with who they are. And who they are creates multiple personality disorder. Because you can't be Victoria one day and then, whoa, Vicky, because everybody's like, whoa, I can't believe the shit that just came out this white girl's mouth. And then you make a brand off of it. And then you get old and you have a kid. And a kid is completely confused. Dang, she got a million followers. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep, on some bullshit. <laughs> Which I'm sure makes every person with talent sick to their stomach. Dang. 
You know why the people are following the little bitch? Yes, because they want to. They they like. They want to laugh. Exactly. But to what extent? And and so at that at that point, is culture appropriation invalid if you're making people laugh? So then it's not really. It's like, well, as long as I'm making people laugh, I'm not really offending anybody. So well, not everyone makes fun of it. Some people actually, you know. Give a decent presentation within what they're doing, and I don't agree with culture appropriation, but I like to break it down because it's more to it than meets the eye. Like just because you see a different like ethnicity uh, wearing a specific thing, you got to look at who uh, actually contributed to culture. First. Mm-hmm. Yeah, America and, and yeah. America, their culture is based upon every other culture in the world it's it's they america has no culture without the rest of the world man that's facts man i i mean yeah because you would have to have morals to have a culture yeah that's all it is it's it's just a collective body of like you know, like where French fries came from, or or yeah. first hot dog, and you know what I mean. Who created peanut butter, and then identify those people, and then you say, okay, what are they doing? We understand ignorance, though. A lot of the, all those videos is just people who just need attention, and definitely Man. have some things going on inside. But money seems to be the root of all. the love of money right you said or did you because money is not the root of evil the love of money is the root of evil I said root of all but but I'm saying the love no the love of because I don't want people to think we're bashing people because they have better lives than us financially no what that's funny though because like say, say a Caucasian person like they'll come from money but they want the record life the people who who come from the rugged life, you know, or the minority world, they they want that more finer life. We all are reaching outside of where we are presently because we get caught up in in what's around us. It's a lot of distractions, but it's crazy because I'm like, it's the same instance that uh, a NBA player wants to be a rapper, and a rapper will want to be an NBA player. Yeah, man. You get that, all, or a film uh, actor will want to be a ball player. It, it happens all the time. So it's just like it's more of a human condition, and what we're all going through, what we see, but what we don't all have the chance to talk about because we're caught up with other ideologies. Man, you said it. And that shit's crazy. So how do we coexist, bumper sticker? I think, I think, <laughs> oh, bumper. <laughs> no, like. How do we coexist as a society? How do we be okay with people who are fascinated so much by our culture that they emulate it in, in the most disful, tasteful way, but they're emulating it, excuse me, nonetheless? Well, first, you have the internet. Yeah. The internet fucked everything up. <laughs> the internet fucked everything Yes, it did. Up. The internet fucked everything internet up. And that's why everything. I've come to the strong conclusion that I was probably supposed to be a giraffe. <laughs> I see your face today, R. Rages. I was like, 
Did she really just say that? She said, what happened? Why am I not a giraffe? So, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it only makes sense, you know, because it? all I would have to worry about was dry season, mating season, and fucking lions. And, yeah, fucking lions. That would be it. And I'd live on the safari. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would not. I mean, I think uh, society's actually coming together right now. It's just the it, last, well, two years ago, it was the round down. So this marks the anniversary where people are starting to figure out where the actual market is going to go of information. And whatever the capitalism source spreads mm-hmm. usually becomes, you know, the entertainment of the, you know, Coliseum of America. So, so at the end of the day, it's just like... We we gotta we gotta just <laughs> I don't know it's fucked up right now but everything will be good I think everyone's coming together but it's generations we need a couple more generations however it's it's gonna be a more sensitive generation than our generation yeah and I just want to say dear white people <laughs> yeah stop complaining about Trump. Because you voted for that nigga. <laughs> I, up until recently, like, I, I was chatting with a, a partner of mine who worked security, and, and he mentioned how there was a lot of, you know, white people in Whole Foods stealing. And they're older white people, too. And mm. surprised, like, walking out with entire shopping carts. I told you, they're hungry. That's what their life is based on, stealing. Are you surprised? Dear white people, I have a contribution. Dear white Dear, people. I have a contribution. Dear white people, stop asking us if it's okay for you to say nigga just because you like all the rappers that say nigga and the songs that say nigga. Stop asking us if it's okay for you to say nigga. It's not. Please don't and stop quickly. Thank you. Okay. Or I'm going to start calling you all crackers. <laughs> You're a mess. Crackers, well, I don't believe anyone should be given any type of derogatory name. I think we all should address each other by, if you're, yes, some, you know, we should, we should, you know, not stoop to low level. level. No, we should not stoop to low levels and mm-hmm. call each other names. And that's why I'm selectively calling people names as they piss me off in their own race groups. So if you happen to be Haitian today and you cut me off in traffic, fuck you Haitians. They got it. (laughs) At least give respect and homage to where credit is due. You know, just at least know the information of why you're doing it and don't just do it just because a lot of these people just do it just because and they don't do the research so they don't care because it's not. It's the feds. And they got mommy daddy issues. Yeah, but I always tell people just because somebody did something before doesn't mean you can do it too. I mean, like, are people fucking beatboxing now to make beats still? No, they're not. So <laughs> you absolutely should not be copying everything and following trends because that's going to get old one day. Yep. Well, that's what happened. Trends were created. Mm-hmm. Yes, create trends. I'm a, I'm a trend creator. I'm, I'm, I'm fabulous. That's well. crazy. 
<laughs> well, on that note, people, we love you. Life's not easy. It really isn't. There's a lot of different cultures that live in this planet, and we all have to really come to a place where we acknowledge and respect one another. It doesn't mean you have to accept any foolishness of any kind, but it does mean that we have to respect one another to gain an understanding of each other's cultures, personalities, and such, because I feel like when we do that, that's when we know how to operate and act. It doesn't become about, is this culturally appropriate? If you have to ask yourself the question, then yes, it's culturally (laughs) inappropriate. It's kind of like asking yourself, when it rains outside, do you think it's smart for me to wear something that's going to cover my head? You might want to bring like, a raincoat like, or umbrella like outside, sense. right? That's what I'm saying. And, and, that, and I'm starting to think common sense, just like customer service, is a spiritual gift. You're either born with it or you're not. Or you're not. And, and fortunately for me, I was born with a lot of it. Me too. <laughs> like the realest shit ever because we're blood sisters. And so I just feel like as we progress in this planet, we really should think about things. Use critical thinking skills so that you don't, A, offend someone, B, make yourself look idiotic, and three, you know, kind of cut off future opportunities. And this world is becoming really, really, like I said, sensitive to everything. And one bad move can ruin everything. So whatever you do, operate in excellence, treat people with kindness, like for real, think about how you want to be treated and treat people that same way. And I don't mean to be all like, woo, 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 woo. I don't mean to be that. But it's just like certain things bother me. And this was one of them. And I knew that you guys felt the same. So I was like, let's just talk about it and put the out like the issues out there in the atmosphere and say, is it okay? Like you said, um, creative, you gave white people back the N-word. Mm-hmm. Um, outrageous, you're basically like, listen, I prefer you not to use it, but hey, my stance on it is I prefer you not to use it, and when you do, it's going to make me feel uncomfortable. So if my personality changes slightly, know that I will politically correct you in a way that's going to be completely passive-aggressive, but it's going to give me satisfaction within. Deep. I'm in for somebody. I drive a Ferrari. I'm I'm the queen of that. I'm the queen of saying shit in a way that really makes people feel some kind of way about themselves, but I didn't say it in a way that was offensive. And but so they're figuring out like fuck, I know this bitch just offended me, but what about it offended me? And it's just me recognizing the me and you, because I've had fucked up ways about myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, try our best to just coexist in a way of gaining understanding. And don't forget to add a dash of acceptance and forgiveness. Yeah. A dash? (laughs) (laughs) A dash. Cannabis is Chardonnay, baby. A dash. (laughs) I'm just saying. So we thank you guys for joining us as we talked about cultural appropriation. Hey, it's okay to laugh at things, but uh, they say what you laugh at tells a lot about yourself and and what you pay attention to. So just know that 
It's oh girl. man, you said that. Right? <laughs> I ain't shit then. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I've I've called myself out a lot because let me tell you here, I was all up on the be- on uh the the television in bed watching Bravo's uh Housewives of Atlanta, and Nene was calling out Kim her uh, racist comments and whatnot, and so. Like, I just think race is on the brain of everyone right now. And what I don't want to do is get caught up in, in the soda, you know, the sauce and whatnot. But what I did want to do was have a conversation about it and just see what our opinions were and put some information out there about it and, and let people know how black people really feel. You know what I mean? We feel like you should respect us, respect the culture. Yeah, we can all have fun and laugh. No problem. But at the end of the day, are you laughing with us? Or are you laughing at us? And stop getting mad every time we explain our story. Like, you understand? Like, like an honest black man is still offensive. An honest black woman is still offensive to society, and that shouldn't be. Exactly. Why is that? And every time we speak up on it, because we yeah. see it, and that's how we feel based upon what the world and society is giving us. Mm-hmm. Stop, like trying to uh, take away from the value mm-hmm. and stop trying to attack it through your, your yeah. everyone's always getting defensive when a black person actually speaks up about how they feel about how they're being treated because it's facts yeah, yeah. so world stop denying the truth i agree but we love you and we thank you for listening. And so this is your girl, Sin. She is New Day. You can find me at she is N-U-D-A-I. You'll find all of my social status there. Outrageous, tell the people how they can get in touch with you. You can find me at outrageousthoughtsandquestions.com or on Facebook at pettypolitics slash outrageousthoughtsandquestions. Creative you can find me on iTunes. Yes, that's right. And that's right. Congratulations on getting approved with iTunes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> creative, tell the people how they can find you, brother. Hey, Google Creative Bully Media, and I'm like the first six results. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Stylist, stylist. You can find me at T O S T Y L I S dot com, two stylist dot com, like writing a letter. Two stylists. You get it? I dig it. All right. Hey. So <laughs> yeah. join us because we have so much more to talk about. You know, the world goes round and round, so there's going to be some shit to really ponder. And when life gets tough, remember, do not stress out because when you stress out, it causes you to make bad decisions. And it's known that every person makes about 46 decisions per day. No matter how big or small, chill the fuck out, roll up, smoke a joint, pour a glass of Chardonnay, and just talk about it with your you and your friends or join us for some conversation. We'll see you next week, guys. Have a great night, everyone. Peace, peace, peace. Peace.